Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. When two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Hello and welcome to season two of When Your Sport Ends here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Brooke Beerhouse, joined as always by my co-host Don Sutton. We are so excited to get this topic going. Season two, this is our third episode already and it's flying by. We've got a lot to talk about. First, before we get into it, I want to encourage everyone to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, however you're listening to us. We love your comments and we really, really appreciate the ratings. It helps for the podcast to get more views and more listeners. If that doesn't encourage you to go ahead and leave a review with a comment or a rating, I want to read a very special comment that happened on our Instagram page from last episode with Olympic figure skater Paulina Edmonds. Um, Hannah Luber had said, pressing play on this episode, I had a preconceived notion that I may not relate to it as much because I'm a runner, not a figure skater. I was pleasantly surprised when Paulina Edmonds shared her college experience as a student athlete, the judgment she faced along the way, and especially coming to that conclusion of the journey no longer providing the joy it used to. That I could relate to on a deep level, and I'm so glad I pressed play. For those of you who have not listened to Paulina's episode, that was last week, our second episode of season two. It's a really great one and a lot of insights, just as Hannah had said. And a fun fact, if you haven't listened to Hannah Luber's interview, she was a guest on the podcast talking about her evolution as a runner and her teaching and working abroad in Costa Rica. She's got really great insight, and I think that it's something that you're going to want to take a listen to. Right, Donald? Oh, yeah. (laughs) A long-winded way of letting you know that we've got a lot of good stuff in the past that's already happened and a lot of good stuff coming your way today. But first, we're going to take a quick break to get in with our sponsors. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Yes, I know I will only be betting if you're wearing my UT hat. Yep, I am his superstition and I kind of love it. I wear the Longhorns hat every Saturday and so far, when I've worn it, we've won. When I've not worn it, we've lost. Yes. Yep. It's pretty disappointing. I know. From game spreads and totals to team players and coaching and props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always an online casino as well. Never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online your online sports book experts man 
I wish I could access the internet via my laptop at the dog park. Well, you know I have something where you can do that. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's got a Skyroam Solis. I don't know if you'd want to do it at the dog park though, because you and I are too busy playing with all the dogs. But if you wanted to, you would have the option. The Skyroam Solis is a personal hotspot where you can work anywhere, whether that's on the road, at the dog park, or maybe just on a walk around the neighborhood, right? I guess so. I guess so. And now it's 20% off at skyroam.com with the promo code Rome with Brooke. That's R-O-A-M with B-R-O-O-K-E for 20% off at skyroam.com. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss is joining a club team after your sport has ended right for you? I think personally, this is a very interesting topic because I have experienced several club teams after the fact, Mm -hmm. some competitive, some in the not so competitive range and uh, have been on the fence as far as enjoying it. What about yourself? Yeah, this is where it's going to get interesting because I haven't joined a club team. I pretty much deferred away from any of that. I didn't think that it was right for me, or maybe I just wanted to be alone and to grieve a little from the sport. So well, it's two different takes from it. I think it probably would have been good for me, but I didn't, yeah, I haven't joined a club team ever. I mean, you've been traveling for three years too. That too. I think that played a big part of it. You didn't join a Moroccan soccer team? No. No, I didn't. I ran uh, with a club team, a soccer club team in Kenya, though. Well, that there was you fun. Go. Yeah, I mean, hey. for like four, <laughs> four practices. Did that bring back some joy at least? It did bring back a lot of joy. That was so much their fun. Ass? <laughs> no, well, the best. No, the best was there was we would run together, and I would be in the middle because um, the area we were in wasn't super safe for women to be running alone so the soccer team let me run with them on their training Mm -hmm. and I would be smack dab right in the middle and I had pretty much like what you would think the president does with the secret service (laughs) right you've got like a full square around you it was awesome and uh, I remember they would pick up the speed and I was like oh shit I've really got to keep up with everybody and I wasn't in great shape at that point I was pretty much just running to loosen my legs up as I was you know, while traveling. Mm-hmm. And those are some of my favorite runs because you have someone in front of you and someone two strides behind you. So if you slow down, I was pretty much going to slow down the entire cohesive running group. So yeah. I sped up. They were hard runs. It was a lot of fun. And then the last hundred meters, we always did a full on sprint. I'd say that's kind of like a club though. I mean, it, I mean yeah, but I never... I didn't have to go to those practices. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any commitments other than four times. And I'll be to be completely honest, on the third time that I was supposed to meet up with everyone, I almost didn't go. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because I have to have my schedule, um, you know, changed and, and meet certain things. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that brings it, it like, come on, nobody, well scratch that i don't know who's out there and who's listening to this but 
I mean, in my mind, I didn't sign up for intramural basketball to say I'm going to be the number one intramural basketball player in all of Houston, Texas. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, but you also were super yeah. competitive in bas- basketball. That's when where, you were playing. yeah. I mean, I think that that's where it got really interesting because you had as you transition out and depending on the work type that you go into whether it's more independent like independent filmmaking Mm -hmm. or whether it's um, my route where you're kind of thrown in with a group of people and you're kind of in your own class again if you will yeah um you have like company outings or company club teams and company things and I mean, I found myself very reg- like it, it, it's it's a learning process. So I found out that people who like the volleyball aspect were big drinkers and just looking to kick it <laughs> really? and have fun. Okay. Whereas I love beach volleyball and I want to win. Yeah, and that didn't really coincide. And then uh, the kickball players, actually, a lot of the ex. <laughs> D1 soccer girls and oh, things no. like that were a part of it and yeah. it was awesome because we won all the time and then we kept like advancing within leagues but yeah it it, it was interesting from just the social aspect of it too because mm. you really find the differences in seeing people who had played a sport and then had gone on to college and continued playing a sport or were very competitive in high school versus people who are just just looking for a Thursday night get out and talk to people and not be in their apartment watching Netflix yeah, <laughs> yeah that is a different different crowd two different it, groups within mm-hmm. the one group yeah. Yeah. Which is probably why I never I never really wanted to join because I was a little bit worried that I wouldn't want to be stuck with a team who was just there to have fun and we lost. <laughs> like, I, that's, I know that sounds bad, but yeah. if I'm going to go play a game where there is a winner and there is a loser, you know, I, I want to win. I feel I like know. it's hard yeah. to... And as much as I, I mean, we've talked about this before, Uno is a great, it's a a really great example of two D1 athletes, former ones that should not play a game together. Yeah. That is Uno. But I digress. That, that winning mentality in a sense, it doesn't, it doesn't give me any sort of satisfaction. Like winning, I know this sounds a little bit weird, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, I go into something and if I don't win, it completely ruins my day or sours my day or like sore loser, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I won't be outwardly competitive or pissed off or loser, you know, mm-hmm. but inside I'm like, this sounds so bad. I think the, the reason that I was a runner is because it's on me. Like I know there's tallies and we figure out in cross country, the point system and there is a team winner and, um, there's a team aspect to track and field too, but you also have your own event. Mm -hmm. And if I lost, that was on me and I could figure out how and why that happened. But in a club team, you know, who was the weakest link on your volleyball team who missed all those shots. 
or the, all those points, right? Yeah. Or like shots in basketball yeah. and everything. So I didn't want to have um, have like a almost hate for some other person well, like, yeah. and or some it, animosity. I didn't want that to happen. And I, I, I get that. Yeah. I, I mean... When I when I started with that volleyball, right? I'm a big. I'm from Florida. I yeah. liked playing beach volleyball. And I you're six seven, fan. so you're good at it. And I'm six it. seven, so yeah. I can block. Yeah. Pretty well, but <laughs> you bet. know, um, I think that that was a big learning point for me too, because uh, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't pick that up, especially being in a more individual sport like swimming or track. Swimming or track, yeah, and. I found myself eventually overcoming saying like, okay, I'll just volley with this person Mm -hmm. before the game starts, get them like loosened up. And we ended up getting better. And I mean, it, it, it was a growing process for both, but I think it, I think that's maybe one of the reasons why a lot of people say hire D1 athletes or hire D2 Mm. athletes or people who have played sports because they recognize the desire to overcome challenges. Yeah. yeah. And if your challenge is your weakest link is not living up to really just a standard potential that you think anybody can reach, which is very possible, they will go out of their way to bring it up and lift it. Most will. Some might well, some, not. Some might not. Yeah. You're right. And Someone just overcompensate, which... I could have a tendency to do sometimes. Oh, I've seen a lot. But, you know, you it's know, funny. It's, part of it. It, it's funny because you see the people who overcompensate. Mm-hmm. And Pick up the slack. They are just... They're the ones getting really angry. I know. They're the ones who are getting pumped and just ruining yeah. the game for their teammates. Which, I know. Uh, it isn't funny to watch, but I think... It brief, is to some degree. I, a brief story. There was a volleyball... I went. I met up with a group who were looking to do a beach volleyball here in Arkansas. And I okay. said, sure, why not? Like, I like to play. I mentioned I like to play. And we went out. And this guy and his girlfriend were playing. His girlfriend never played in oh, her life. God. And... Yeah. The other team started picking on a girl because they noticed the guy would just dive in front of her and like volley and slam. Oh it. my god! But he always lost. Yeah. And yeah. I think that he, like, I think that that's also a bad aspect of it because it they're they're pinning their loss on that weakest link when they should be not so. They should be utilizing them more as an asset. I mean, honestly, me, when I'm playing, I'll pick out the weakest link. I'm not afraid. (laughs) That's part of it, it, right? You're going to pick out the errors and the flaws. Yeah. And, you know, that's when you start learning, though. You really do need to progress, and you see it more as a team-building exercise, which I thought was really good. That is really good. So (laughs) you would advise any anyone who's played sports or is recently out of competing and training at an elite level that they should join a club team like what is that what you think i would recommend if you're with if you're in a company and due to the current covid situation you're 
there's not going to be a lot of club things, right? No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but well, it's going to look once, different. Once, once you get back into the office, there is, for, for me at least, there was no better way to get to know someone better than to join a club team. And if they come early, volley with them or... Yeah. Like, just... Just practice, not even practice, because now we're transitioned out of our sport, right? There's Mm -hmm. like first step is accepting that you're not going to the Olympics for beach volleyball. (laughs) If you're going to go join a club league with your colleagues. Yeah. Okay. You're You're not training for the Olympics. First step is saying, okay. Yeah. Like this is just for team building. Uh Uh-huh. And I want to win a damn t-shirt at the end of the freaking tournament. Okay. <laughs> win your money back. Win your money back yeah. or something like that, which fantasy football is a whole different story. Whole but different. anyway, yeah. like, go there. And I think that you would be surprised at not only the relationship building that you have amongst your teammates, but some things that you never discovered about yourself. I'm glad that you feel that way because I kind of want to counter that point and say that it might not be right to join a club team for everyone. And I think it there are a lot of positives to that, but I think it comes down to self-awareness and assessment. And if you notice yourself getting into either an unhealthy habit of wanting to progress faster or putting stress on your body, like wanting to join a, we're using volleyball a lot, but there's a lot of Mm -hmm. club um, swim teams. And then there's a lot of club running teams. I mean, you could play your sport pretty much, right? Like you could go into it. And I know a lot of runners and past teammates who have found a new community within the running world through club uh, club teams, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. And it's so, so inspiring to see, but I just don't think that everyone should go into a club team if they're not ready for it, but you have to know yourself because, um, like I know I haven't gone into a club running team because I know me and I'm going to (laughs) go push myself harder than I probably need to. Um, Figure out what if you really want to start training for something and competing for something. Or if you don't want if you don't want to compete, maybe you won't have those stressors and the club runs will just be that. There'll be runs and outlets for you to be in a club sport and have a team aspect. But I would almost I would almost advise to find other ways to meet people. Like, yeah, like the Kickball team could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Just as so long as you know that you're not going to get angry or upset if you uh, you know, get nailed in the face by a kickball because you couldn't catch it. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I mean, <laughs> well, I think kickball is an excellent one, right? Because it, it requires athletic, athleticism. Yeah, requires And two, there is no D1 kickball. Right. It's in like, low stakes. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think the... For me, because I did do a master's team you for did. a little bit, Swim team. and yeah, I mean, 
Well, what was that Wait, like? What I've, well, what I found the masters like is because you end up falling into college. Like there, in, there end up being collegiate guys, other collegiate people there, and then you sure. start like you're all in that same collegiate mentality. Like at least yeah. the ones who came from college, and. For me, that wasn't great because I wanted to join Masters just to freaking stay in shape, mm-hmm. continue holding, like practice breath holding patterns for spear fishing and cool. just like, and surfing. Yeah. I didn't want to still like, I didn't, my goal wasn't to go 19 in a 50 or 44 in a okay. 50, but we found people in our league who, in our league who were like, I'm trying to make Olympic trials. And I'm like, dude, you're like 28. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, great for you. But I don't think I I should be within this because I don't think it's going to be mentally right for me right now. If you are looking to join a club team, I will say that if you already have that interest, it's probably right for you. Mm-hmm. I've never really had an interest. I think I looked Biathlon. At- yeah. That is, but I think the club side up in like these last six years of being out of competing in track and field and cross country, I I never looked for a club running team or um, a club soccer or mm-hmm. something. And I think that maybe that was my way of having the self-awareness to know that it wasn't the right time or, or maybe mm-hmm. it was all due to travel. I don't know. But the biggest takeaway from this, I would say, is truly if you have that initial desire or interest in joining a club team, really go with it and be open like Don said. I think being open to the opportunity and seeing it as a learning experience is the best thing you can do and not trying to be the best or trying to win all the time, but a team building exercise or something of that sort will help you to really realize if it's right for you or maybe if it's not. Either way, these choices that we make when your sport ends is purely individual and it differs for everybody. We're all unique and I think that's the most important thing we can remember. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by rating or reviewing and you can always leave us a comment at when your sport ends on Instagram. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.